Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Like always, I'm your host Sean Siriani, and we got a great talk for you today. My guest today, her name is Saber. She is a musician, solo artist, also fronts a band called Paper Parachutes, and just an all-around awesome and unique soul. I was really excited to get her on the mic with me. The few times we crossed paths has always been full of great convo, and she just possesses this very warm energy that I can't explain, and I hope it translates through the recording today. And that energy isn't just through conversation. It's in her music when you see her live. The few times I've seen Paper Parachutes, I noticed my face was hurting after because I was smiling. And yeah, I also mentioned the diversity of her style from her solo stuff has a more jazzy R&B-ish feel to it. To Paper Parachutes has an upbeat modern rock ska type vibe going on. And she's even worked with some people I love and respect in the hip-hop universe such as Junior T. And just such a well-rounded talent with a voice that can seamlessly flow through all different genres of music. Saber's a real fucking deal. You're gonna hear her story. Also, as of today... She's got a new song out called Peace and Love. There's a video to that song. And I also want to let you guys know if you're listening to this on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Podaddict, TalkShoe, or any of your favorite podcast listening apps, that each and every one of these episodes has its own homepage at www.girthradio.com. You'll get to see pictures of us talking in the studio, a link to the Peace and Love video, And all that is Saber. Also, another thing I got out of this awesome conversation, I started reflecting on a certain thing. It's kind of from Saber's example. Like, uh, I was thinking about the vibe she projects. I mentioned there's a certain energy off her when she's around. It's pretty uplifting. And in the episode, you're going to hear about a little social experiment that she did on the way to the studio just by passing strangers. And it's kind of beautiful. And around all this, I was overall just thinking of the vibes people project. Um, People I know, strangers I would cross paths with throughout the week, and even internally extra conscious about what I put out to people. And the results of being extra conscious about that have been quite interesting. I do want to say there is a certain kind of power to operating at your very best energy, being the person you want to be, being the person you want to be remembered by, being the person that makes other people comfortable, being encouraging. In very long story short, time and time again, I have been seeing that you do receive the energy you put out into the world. And also flowing with The feeling of what makes you feel good. Who in your life makes you feel good. And surrounding yourself with people that just make you feel that awesome energy. And it's not only important for your physical and mental health to intake that awesome energy. You also, in your own way, have to project that back out there. And what you will find, maybe I shouldn't say you, what I have found within going with the waves of those ebbs and flows is just pure happiness. And I know I sound very vague. I might be getting into this spacey talk that's 
could be losing you. But yeah, that's just what's been on my mind this week. And there's almost too many examples to explain stories. But one thing related to all of this, that energy, that enthusiasm, that consciously putting out your best self has greatly helped this show. And you'll be seeing it uh, throughout the next couple months as some of the guests I got lined up, some of the conversations we're going to be having. I have about four unreleased amazing episodes recorded and some things lined up that are really, really, really exciting. So yeah, guys, thanks again for rocking with me. The show is always growing with new people listening and more amazing conversations to be had and if my little uh, spacey rant resonates with even just one person, that was all worth it to me. And we're going to throw you back onto the Good Vibes platform. Here's Saber coming at you right now. It all started with a lot of the television programs that I grew up on, honestly, because Mm -hmm. I was digesting like American Idol and all the other um, performance uh, competition shows. So to be honest, I was like, oh, that's how you make it in the industry. Yeah. I grew up in suburban San Diego. I wasn't super exposed to music other than, you know, maybe like concert choir through your school or theater mm-hmm. I didn't really know what a career path could look like so I'm thinking oh you just win at music okay and so you, you thought win. you had to enter like a competition in a way or? Uh, exactly wow, so I started right. auditioning by the time I was like 14 15 years old my mom was flying me to like San Francisco we would go and like audition for American Idol stand in line for 12 hours that kind of thing oh shit <laughs> yeah that's amazing like, it's, it's, it's funny looking back in retrospect because you know my mom was so supportive and and my dad too my parents are are really behind me but they knew like okay you love to sing you know how can we really do this they didn't have music industry experience themselves yeah Um, yeah so yeah I mean we gave it a shot we I used to audition probably twice a year I always got through these different rounds of production because um yeah the shows themselves they're they're layered with different um different audition rounds so yeah, I mean, it was it was a wild experience, but I met so many other artists along that journey and just kind of heard from them, like, what do you do? Oh, I met a girl who was in a band, and she was a mom, and she was living in Sacramento, California, and then we met up at this one kind of audition experience, and yeah, so it just yeah, opened my yeah. mind a lot. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how it started, and then from there, <laughs> just yeah. kept going. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting, too, because like, I'm sure a lot of people, like, they'll see a professional musician or comedian on TV too. And it's like, you have that question. It's like, how do I start? Like, I don't just apply somewhere or whatever, but it's like, (laughs) it's cool how you kind of like took what was going on in pop culture and just using that as like the first step. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting lens, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, and my parents love music growing up. We always had music surround Mm -hmm. sound, like just, blasting throughout the house it was a good good time yeah for some reason i can 
totally picture that from seeing you perform and listening to like all your diverse stuff that's online, like from your solo stuff, which has a bit of like a jazzy sexiness to it. And then I see you with like paper parachutes and a little more hype and rock. And then you're working with Junior T as well, who's like a respected like Toronto hip hop legend. Yeah, and yeah. it's crazy how what I what I love about like your style is if it feels like you can morph into all these different genres, but it doesn't sound forced. It sounds like it's supposed to be there. So like (laughs) growing up, were you listening to a lot of like different stuff as well? Like all over the map and yeah, like (laughs) sprinkle of everything. I was, uh, I was remember listening to like Enya. My dad loved Enya. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) My mom loved Dido and like Barbara Streisand. So, you know, like powerful female singers like Stevie Wonder, like just like, records you know different types of listening experiences and mm-hmm. my dad specifically would listen to records top to bottom or cds you know we would listen to a lot of cds and then i would get like some weird dad rock grunge stuff and yeah yeah <laughs> that's that cool yeah. um you know a little bit of jazz here and there like miles davis came up and yeah my my grandparents were really deep into music like it was just in my uh in my immediate family it was a lot of like the listening experience um because there weren't other musicians in my family besides um uh two uncles of mine so yeah it's just uh it's always been around me but yeah I I appreciate that comment because I don't try to approach music from a genre perspective even Mm -hmm. though that's kind of how we're sold music and we experience music like oh I know kind of what I'm gonna get at a at a rock show or you know yeah definitely too yeah when I approach it I'm just it's blank canvas you know I'm not thinking about you know, am I a country artist? Like, yeah, yeah. It feels like way. you're just you're just saber, you know, yeah, which is sick, you. you know. And that's like, I don't know, I feel like people tend to connect to stuff that's like authentic. Like you can always tell a band when they're like trying to be another sound or an yeah. artist or whatever. They just become a watered down version of whatever they're trying to be where it's like, I don't know, like I've seen you a couple times with paper parachutes and yeah. it's just like it's its own unique experience kind of like a ska feel of the music and then you're like doing a bit of soul rock type of in between and it's just awesome yeah thanks yeah the uh the band that i front is called paper parachutes um and yeah i just joined them about six months ago it's been such an awesome experience Yeah, yeah i love working with those guys because um they really approach music methodically and and thoughtfully um you know, we, we treat the band really seriously and we, we want to get to the next level on these different stages. So what mm. does that take? Um, you know, it takes a bit of that influence, but also just being authentic and saying, hey, we're going to put on an original show. Um, what does that look like? And it's, it's so fun. I get to come into work with them every week and be like, this is what we want to do. Let's, let's make it happen. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like it's just uh, the energy I get from being in the crowd. It's just such like a good vibe. Like uh, you can tell you guys are having fun, which oh, yeah. also makes it fun for everybody else too. It's like yeah. infectious, you know? It's yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I got to perform every time like it's my last performance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know. Like you really never know what's going to happen. And I, it, that's not to be morbid or cyclical about life mm-hmm. no 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 but i believe that too yeah yeah true. give it your all like you know like the next day's not guaranteed you never know like so yeah and and it's really helped um helped me stay in the moment like i do struggle with performance anxiety uh, mm, that's because, interesting to hear yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's been it, i've gotten a lot better like i've got a lot better with time and practice so I, I always say to like young singers or young musicians just don't give up if 
Like, don't be hard on yourself for making what you call mistakes because mm-hmm. the audience is there to like take you in. And yeah, they're on your side, you know? Like, yeah, they wouldn't be there really if they didn't have an interest in, at least, you know, some interest in what you're doing. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely try to meditate through that. And, and, you know, being in a band is, there's so many moving pieces. Um, so, yeah, it's a matter of, of staying calm, staying in the moment, and giving it your all, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's simple, simple advice, but easier said than done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm sure it's, like, easy to get into your own head and stuff like that and go down that rabbit hole. And, but <laughs> I'm sure, like, uh, do you think it's just repetition of performing and always getting out there gets you even more comfy? And Yeah, I, I think it's that repetition and just, I don't know, that fire. Like, you definitely... Definitely got to go for it if you're going to go for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holding back, um, like, why? Why hold yeah, back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have something to say, you should you should say it. I mean, yeah, be thoughtful about it, maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely. But if it's important and you believe in it, you know, mm-hmm. take it to the next stage. Like, take it to the next level. So that's been my focus this year is really just, like, I know what I want to say up there. I know what I believe in. I believe in the music. I believe in the band. I believe in myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that's good energy to, span, to spread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to share with the world. I, I, you know, I was doing kind of a funny social experiment while I was walking down here. Oh, let me hear. I love when <laughs> I do random shit like that too, just like on the streetcar and stuff. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell me what you were up to. <laughs> uh, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to smile at 10 people. Oh, okay. I'm going to, like, you know, I'm just walking and I got my music in, whatever I'm listening. I'm drinking my cacao out of my mug and just walking down the street. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Giving some eye contact, like connecting with people. Um, And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to do an experiment, see if people smile back at me. Mm -hmm. And like, what does a smile elicit? This is a random tangent. No, I love this. This this is what the show is all about. (laughs) Yeah, let's go. Welcome welcome to my mind. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I'm walking down the street and I realize only three people out of ten people smiled back at me. So, you know, by, yeah. by that measurement, 30% of people are happy in that small sample. That makes drawing. my heart sad for the entire world. <laughs> like, no, your, per- your perception of this, like, little, like, five-minute moment you had is now <laughs> science to me. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's silly, but it's, yeah. um, I, I do this because I, I think back to my why. Like, why am I up here on yeah. this stage, like, delivering the music would be just way easier to just quit and give up and get a nine to five job and not grind it out as an artist. But with that sample, (laughs) um, you know, it's a need now it's, I have to do this and I love to do this. So it brings me joy when I get to be up there and, and performing and engaging with the audience, watching them dance, like now that's start, everyone's starting to listen uh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. As yeah. A, as the set goes on, and I noticed like last time you kind of brought people up to the front and it's just like, because yeah. people get shy, even though they're there being entertained by you, they might want to sit in the back, but <laughs> it's cool always when the the singer or the front man is just like, hey, come up, like, let's go, like, we're here to party or whatever. Yeah, breaking yeah. that, you know, breaking that fourth yeah. wall, letting people know that it's a safe space to, yeah. to dance, I I mean, <laughs> and actually, the first time I seen you was a pretty magical, uh, like set um, at uh, at Kensington Market. Oh yeah. Okay. So it was it was a decent day. The sun was out, and then all of a sudden, like for the last song, 
it just started raining and everybody was just I'm getting goosebumps talking about this. Everybody just starts dancing in the rain. You're embracing even though you had the microphone, you stepped out in the rain for a little bit, just yeah. like, yeah. And then by the time the song was over, it stopped raining and like the sun came out. There was like a rainbow over you and shit. It was like yeah, the rain, the rain it was out. almost like you waited because like I think uh, oh, I forget the lyric of the song. It was like it's you said something you you acknowledge the sky in it. Yeah, the tide is rolling so high. Ooh, baby, the sky's on fire. This yeah, is yeah. what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like the vibe and people just losing it in the rain too. And it was, oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll yeah. never forget that moment. Yeah. That was kind of our, our first debut as the band. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was really cool that you got to be there. Yeah, it yeah. So that's, much fun. <laughs> yeah, it's so epic. And, um, yeah, like, I, I kind of want to go back in time a little bit, too, because yeah, you, you talked about uh, doing the American Idol and stuff like that. Yeah. So, obviously, you didn't win the competition. No, I, I auditioned twice for Idol, but sorry, yeah. go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> it's all good. Um, but um, from there, did you feel like, okay, like, where do I go next? Like, obviously, well, you wanted to do this. Did you just start looking into... Uh, like venues or did you start writing music like yeah, I want to know what's it's going it's a crazy crazy story so yeah. this I think this proves back to like my I guess just the way I approach life like a by the horns type of person yeah, you know yeah. like go for it and see what happens mm-hmm. if you feel compelled to go in a specific direction that's just like a blink yeah do you thing. feel like that's a reason like you have that feeling yeah, yeah. so I was like a kid just trying to figure out how I could share my voice, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's actually a crazy story. It wasn't American Idol I was in line for. It was NBC's The Voice this year, this specific year. Um, I was 18 years old. I was in my freshman year of university in Los Angeles. Um, I auditioned for the show, and I was in line, like, with some other artists. We're just kind of, like, riffing and singing. And um, this dude came up to me, and he's like, hey, you know, like, you have a great voice, um, I know this guy who's out in LA. He has a record label and a studio. I'm going to connect you with him. Cause like, you know, we're just at that point, artist to artist. And I'm thinking, okay, like who is this guy? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He in- introduces me to Tim Fien who ends up signing me essentially on the spot to write for his record label. Wow. So I got a, essentially a publishing deal and a record deal out of standing in line yeah. for NBC's the voice and not making it. You yeah. know what I mean? I always say there's yeah. power in like, getting out there and just like you never know who you're gonna meet or anything even if that's like not on your mind like I'm out here to network or whatever it just it ends up like happening so natural and all these branches to different paths happen like that's cool that you like yeah just being in line this guy like just threw you in this direction yeah 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 so that that propelled and launched my career essentially as a professional singer and songwriter like by the time I was 19 I was writing for movie placements and advertising placements and yeah like it was a big deal yeah that's cool yeah (laughs) yeah I'm super great like uh Tim he's actually a Canadian producer um had some big breaks in the 70s and 80s and he established artists like Boyz to Men and um Brian McKnight you know like yeah yeah huge names Yeah. yeah yeah so he's done well for himself and um yeah his studio Park Drive Productions was my first home and yeah, I'm, I'm super grateful for them and, and everything they did. And it was, yeah, the experience was, I, I wouldn't have had it if I didn't just go out there and, and audition for something that I had no clue what was on the other side, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah, um, yeah so you were engulfed in that for a bit. And 
How did um, moving to Toronto come about? Was yeah, that, that, this question comes up a lot. Um, so I have family here. Um, my mom and dad are both Canadians. So I was born visiting Toronto like every single year. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Toronto's always been my home away from home. So it, it did make the transition a little bit easier. And I did have some music family like Junior T, uh, my uncle Mark Shannon, who's a composer. Um, you know, just kind of in the, the back of my headspace, like, hey, if I ever get out of L.A. and just go experience something different or get out of the States for a while, like, where would I go where I feel connected to music, you mm-hmm. know, and I can do something? And it's always been Toronto. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I made the move here, and the family's just expanded, like, yeah. tenfold. And I'm so grateful to, you know, and everything I say does come from a place of privilege. I want your listeners to know that, mm-hmm. first and foremost. But... You know, my my gratitude at the end of the day is an overflowing vessel, and it's a cup that I'm just, like, really happy to kind of pass and share with people. So, yeah, I think that's a big part of my purpose, why I'm here, is to, like, spread the good vibes, you know. Yeah, and you're doing it, like, (laughs) yeah, just like the other weekend, too. Like, I said to me and Ola, watch your set, and I'm like, my face hurts from smiling. Like, there's just just something about your performance energy. It's just like, and, and like, with you and that whole band, too. I'm having uh, a great time. Oh, you can tell. Yeah, yeah. It's It's the time of my life, really. It's my dream come true. Yeah, and also around that, you just released a new single. I did. Yeah, yeah. Yes, today, actually, is the release. Oh, today is the day. Yes, so this is a world premiere podcast. Ah, uh, yeah. I got the exclusive yesterday. Yes, <laughs> I could have put out the bootleg lead. <laughs> but um, it's, it's Peace and Love, right? Yes. Yes. Peace and Love, produced by La Flamme, who's an, a local producer, mm-hmm. uh, featuring uh, an artist from Winnipeg called Beat Talks, who's live scratching on the tape. Ah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, he's playing all those cool scratchy noises with uh, with his vocal cords. Um, yeah, and then I wrote the song, and yeah, it's just like yeah, so it's cool, cool to see this yeah. out in the world. <laughs> yeah, I love the lyrics, obviously. It's like fucking great vibes, everything. And it's also cool, like, just the arrangement on it, too. Like, yeah. it's just that jazzy sexiness, too. And it's cool to hear kind of, like, your background, like, of you writing since you were 19, too. Were you, like, yeah. also, like really like in the mix of composing this or did you get like a producer to do it or uh when i was signed to the record label um for this for this for this project oh for peace and love yeah yeah so laflam he's the producer so he he was really behind the boards like driving the baseline and driving the keys nice and driving some of the arrangement ideas and then we kind of hit that point where there's a if you guys listen to the song which is on my uh instagram yeah yeah and they're gonna hear it at the end of this episode too yeah (laughs) they will for sure Uh, yeah um there's a break in the song where we kind of switch the tempo and um yeah we just we really played around with uh with these kind of puzzle pieces that we created um, we knew we wanted a tempo change to like switch it up and, and end up in this kind of 60s Woodstock hip hop vibe. That was like, the yeah, direction, yeah, yeah, which is so weird, but and it just it kind works. of turns into its own thing, and that's yeah, cool. You yeah, you kind of just space out at the end. And I'm thinking about peace and love all day, every day, mm-hmm. and how I can, you know, bring more of that to the world. So, yeah, well, I, th- yeah. I think everyone truly walks their own path and their own journey. Um, but yeah, I think keeping your authentic lens is so important. And then also I'm like, I'm in this really malleable phase as an artist where I have to unlearn and, and unprogram and reprogram 
to uh, to have new perspective. Yeah, kind of get out of your comfort zone in a way too. And yeah. that's how you evolve, I believe. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like digging into the artists that I loved as a kid and who who they loved as artists. You yeah, know, like yeah. doing that historical research and that background um, to yeah to gain. Um, I guess not not even just perspective, but like style and um, original ideas and just responses to the world around us today you know what's changed in history these are all things I think mm -hmm. about when I go into a studio session or I'm thinking about why I want to write a song you know um, I'm not the the type of artist that can just um, like <laughs> bang out like seven songs back to back to yeah, back yeah yeah mixtape on, on mixtape just layered and layered yeah no yeah. I mean in a way, it's kind of like this weird abstract yeah. piece of art, but um, it comes together at the end. It's just, you know, I'm responding to the, the outside world around me and what I think is important for this day and age. You know? mm -hmm, definitely, too. Yeah. And also, like, just, like, uh, adding you on my Spotify, too. It seems like you're doing, like, a new rebranding in a way, too, because you only got a couple songs out. Yeah. And, like, from what I hear, you're doing the, you've been doing this your whole life, too. Yeah. Is there, like, a reason for only, like, having the new ones? Is it just, like... Yeah you're focused on like a certain style or yeah uh that's that's an amazing uh, observation and question because i think um you know as as you bounce around the industry you kind of pick up on what other people are doing or are not doing mm -hmm. um whether or not you're conscious of it or not so it's really important to be mindful of who's in your circle um, or who you are kind of looking up to and um yeah, just I kind of stood in my own way, but I also took my time, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, like, I want to put out the best content I can possibly put out, but I also shouldn't be afraid that this is, um, like, this is my best shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, if this is my best stuff, I really don't deserve a seat at the table. Like, I'm trying to bring the heat, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to I wanna make myself proud and, and really just experiment with these ideas and not be afraid of of what's actually there um so yeah i think this year like it's if i can plug the next single it's coming out next week oh um, cool yeah just yeah. a friend yeah so yeah. this one's coming out um october 4th and yeah i just want to hit this consistent stride and show you guys what i've been working on show the world what i've been working on for the past year and uh, or even two years, three years, like certain records are just like, they're ready now. Mm. Like whether it's like making wine or like, you know, the Sistine Chapel, like these things take time. Yes. Yes. Um, so I, I'm aware of that, but I think I'm past the fear point now. Oh, that's cool. And that's gotta be exciting. Yeah. Like just in your head, it's just like, okay, no fear. We're doing this. Like yeah, this is, this is exactly. life right now. And exactly. Like my, my coach, shout out to Lorraine Lawson, my vocal coach. Um, she is like the industry's changing. It's changing in a time that you're not putting out music. So why not learn from what's happening now and make the industry essentially be the center of your industry. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because if it comes back to you and you're learning from your own process, that's super important. You know, like I'm not signed at the moment. I don't have a management, like no representation. Mm -hmm. So it's, I'm calling all the shots. I'm in the driver's seat. That feels really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting, too, because some people kind of, I notice they'll wait for a template to happen. And then sure, it's like, okay, yeah. I need to jump in this way. But you're, you seem to be surfing the wave as <laughs> things are changing. And yeah. it's a confusing or it's, it's a tricky time I think as a musician to get your stuff out there too, because it's so 
easy now to just put it on everywhere and it's almost turns into clutter with so much and it's like you got to really dig for the gems like yourself or like somebody like I don't know, like a junior T and everybody, unless you're in the scene, you know? Yeah, yeah. it comes back to intention, I think, you know? there's. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. There's a lot of stuff being pushed uh, uh, up the content beast, for lack of better terms. But, um, you know, I think cream rises to the top in in a way. Um, And I know if my intention's off for any way, shape, or form, like, I don't want to put that stuff out. I need to to figure that out a little more. I need to sit on that. I need to think about that. But if I go into a session and I'm like, I'm here to just purely create and express myself, get out of my own way. Um, you know, I usually end up with something I'm pretty happy with and then, okay, I can think about next steps, performance. I can think about how I will deliver this. Cause I, I typically write in studio record if it's for my, my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been my process thus far and then take it to the live setting But, you know, it's different. You know, with paper parachutes, we do a lot of live practice, and then we go to the recording session, so it's, like, reverse um, Ah, of what I'm used to. Yeah, yeah. Again, just new perspective, new artists, and I'm a big fan of collaboration, so it's really helped kind of turn the wheels more this year. Yeah, yeah. It's cool, too. Like, you mentioned you're a big fan of collaboration, too, and I noticed, like, kind of the company you keep are, like, these good vibe people, like, whether it's, like, Ola or, like, I met some some members of your band and stuff like that. Do you find when you meet somebody who's doing something similar or, like, a similar soul, you just, like, gravitate to work with them in a way? I think so, because, like, you know, to be honest with you, like, I had to work so much on myself after coming to terms with what happened in my childhood yeah, and just yeah. like, you know, other traumas that you experience throughout life, you know? So I really, I had the privilege and I had the space to like do the self work mm-hmm. and have this outlet for creativity, which I just can't, I mean, I'm so grateful for it. There's really no other way to put it, but, um, I guess to answer your question, I think that, um, that self care and that self, uh, time I spent with myself, rather, comfort with myself, uh, attracts the type of people who either need that or mm-hmm. have already been doing that themselves, you know? So yeah, I, I, yeah. Do ex- I do have a lot of good vibe people around me, and I'm, I'm proud to say that, and yeah. I'm really grateful for that because I think, um, at, yeah, it, it comes back to uh, not to be a me monster, but... <laughs> no, this <laughs> like, is cool. This is you. This is your, your you segment, know, you, you know? You know like, what I mean, though? Like, yeah. I, I had to do the self-work and the healing, so... I'm proud to see people around me who have also done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's amazing, too. And I want to say, too, I appreciate uh, the other week you were doing a live show. And uh, we talked a little bit about doing this podcast episode. Yeah. And you, we almost had me <laughs> as, like, part of it, like, at the ending, like, doing, like, a live performance. And just, like, I was having a fucked up week. And it was, like, hard for me to do. But I just want to say, like, I appreciated that so, so much that... You kind of like wanted to even like boost my thing and oh, yeah. have it collaborate with you, and it was it was cool because like yeah. we've only met a couple of times, but I feel like we got a similar mindset, even though we're doing different things. Totally, we, yeah. it's it's the the producer's mindset, you know. Like yeah, yeah. You're putting this project together, and I really admire what you've done too. You've had some great guests, and I've really enjoyed listening oh. to it. So yeah, the Kensington Jazz Fest, I think, was the show that. Um, we were talking about. Which yeah, yeah. Super fun. Shout out to Molly Johnson for putting mm-hmm. that whole thing on. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's awesome to just see producers in this city. Like, I think Toronto has been such a main source of inspiration for me. And 
an, another part of my move uh, away from Los Angeles is just was distraction. Like I just needed to get my head clear, and I've always been a big fan of Toronto arts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, being here, I'm just I'm looking around right now, and I wish your listeners could see what we're seeing. But yeah, it's like a beautiful garden and stacked market, just <laughs> art everywhere, graffiti, shipping containers, like. Who does this? Toronto, you know? Like I really I really believe in this city. Yeah, it's I'm so true. And um the first couple episodes I recorded here, like it was just middle of summer and there was so much more people traffic. And I notice I'm getting better like uh, you notice how I'm like looking at you doing the interview. I will me and even my guests we get so distracted and start commenting because <laughs> there's a piano out there or like no. people just looking in the window like here we're a bunch of zoo animals. Yeah, and we're like true. acknowledging like waving at people, but yeah. it's like, I don't know, it's just it's such a, a cool little area here too. And, yeah, yeah. Sure. like you said, only in Toronto, you know. Do you feel like uh, making that move was just like a big, like healthy reset for you too? You said there's. I mean, it yeah. was it was as much that as it was like sad and depressing, and I just uprooted my whole life, you know. And I had I had to say goodbye to a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, and some people not, you know. I just cut things off clean, but. Um, yeah, it was inspiring. It was hard. It was challenging. I moved in the dead of winter, which was like something I needed to prove to myself, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just let's, let's make this as hard as possible, you yeah, know? Sure. Yeah. Like, you you want to move to a new country and know a few people? Oh, yeah. Also move in the dead of winter. Um, but no, I mean, all, all was really good. People really embraced me here. I was like, Second day, I think uh, Junior T and I dropped our song finally with the music video. Oh, so cool. Yeah, that song's been streamed like thousands and thousands of times. And like second day I was here, we were on the radio. So for me, I was like, this is a really cool, weird homecoming, like awesome experience career high you know yeah it was almost like a little boost at the beginning too it's like you made the right choice saber like this is we're doing this right now like right away yeah yeah we jumped straight in like i was in studio sessions started working with artists out here and then i was like oh y'all are really good like i need to get some chops so (laughs) so i started you know just uh just hitting the books a little harder and and really going back into my studies with with performance and stuff so yeah 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 and uh huge shout out to junior t it's like i feel like everybody big big bro yeah (laughs) like people in toronto who follow the hip-hop scene too they know who he is he's like one of the most respected guys here too but i feel like i don't know he's just one of those gems who should be like bigger like world worldwide he does have fans like around but it's just like (laughs) It's like I wish he had more radio play or whatever and everything, but uh, yeah, because yeah, he's just soon, a stand-up soon dude. Soon come, soon come. His yeah. uh, forthcoming album, Studio Monk. Shout out to Junior T. Um, yeah, we've been making music for five years together. He actually found me in L.A. Ah, cool. Up, yeah, yeah. And he was running like one of his very first sessions as a rapper because he's behind the boards doing a lot of production, mm-hmm. and a lot of DJing. That's yeah, yeah. He works for uh, Jesse Reyes too, as well too. Yeah, and, Jesse yeah. Reyes world dj yeah um so yeah junes and i started making music five years ago the rest is history i mean <laughs> yeah yeah we've got, we've got uh music for life coming your way so yeah yeah it's actually a good title i'm gonna listen to this back and i'm gonna be like okay yeah <laughs> make some notes and music for, i'm gonna i'm gonna promote that at, in my best. outro yeah. are you ready for music for life? just put it out in the universe that's the title yeah <laughs> the title of the episode. yeah <laughs> i love it it's like i i mentioned before it's so 
cool to see you do your thing. Like I said, when I see you, like it puts a big smile on my face. I look around the crowd. People are either dancing or also like the ones who are not moving at the bar, a huge smile. And it's like, it's cool to almost hear you talk about how music's always been your safe place. And like, you've talked about like how it helped you like going through these rough times, almost like, therapy in a way too and it seems like everything's kind of come in full circle and now you're doing that to other people and like personally as you've done it for me too like listening to you and seeing you live and like it's it's uh it's it's I just want to say it's amazing what you're doing and like I'm so excited to see where things are going so thank you so much yeah yeah nice compliment I really appreciate it so today we got peace and love peace and love next worldwide yes (laughs) next week uh, what's the name of this? Just one? a friend. Yeah. Just a friend. Yeah. And as you were on your way here, I opened my Instagram. I saw one of your stories. You got a video coming out, right? Too or yeah. So this is a two-part video for both songs. All right. Uh, so yeah, it'll be out next week as well. Ah. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are you playing live anywhere soon? Or yeah. So um, if you follow my Instagram, saber.music you can probably keep up with the shows there for your listeners. Uh, Paper Parachutes Band on Instagram as well. Um, yeah, we post all of our shows there. Uh, Paper Parachutes, we have more shows coming up sooner because we're releasing our EP, uh, Above the Clouds, which is coming out next month. It's a five-song yeah. Even when I see you play, I'm like, I need these songs on yeah. my phone. <laughs> yeah, man. The recording, shout-out to Brian Bonner, Bellwood's recording. It was such a fun, fun, fun experience, and I can't wait for the world to have that project. Um, so yeah, and I, I hope to pop up soon. I have some events I have in mind as well. So yeah, yeah, awesome. And yeah, so if people listening at home, if you can't remember everything we just said, I want to let you know if you are listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, yeah. Google Play, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, all your favorite podcast listening apps. That we also have a website at www.girthradio.com. You're going to see a picture of Saber in the studio Woo-hoo! and links to everything. Hey, everything. Hey, hey now. <laughs> this is going to be a long page. We, we promoted a lot of things. Music videos, everything. Well, we need so, support, you know. And yeah. I, anytime like, we have an opportunity to plug our stuff, I get it. But it's like, yeah, you got to do it. Like, check it off. Like. Okay, follow me on Instagram. And, it, like, follow me if you want to follow me, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that approach. But, like, definitely go get the music. I don't mm-hmm. care as much about if you like my pictures, I guess. I mean, yeah, we we take an art approach to that, too. We shoot things on film and, like, you know, all this stuff. It's just my life. Like, this is the way I want to put myself into the cloud. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, seriously, like follow if you want to follow and follow Sean's stuff as well. I mean, yeah, your stuff is awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me out. Yeah, vice versa. This Thank is you. an awesome talk. Yeah. And yeah, I want to also say beyond listening to Sabre's music, if you're in the Toronto area or if you see her solo act or paper parachutes on tour. Go see her live. The vibe is something special. And anything else you want to say before we take off? Um, just be yourself. Be you. Be free. Be true. I wanna Are you?
sunlight on her face You can tag along Not a girl that you can scout She been riding strong Cactus flower in November And December leads you on Catching flights to feel the morning In your Asia you can yearn For an answer Sun and cancer need the moon To keep her dancing With no care in the world No care and she's my pincel Just a friend. 